Thank you. There's some really beautiful lines in that song that um, really sum up the relevance of Christmas today and how it affects every single one of us. So we sang that song to you earlier. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. Just like the Christmas cards, right? Not really. Let's remind ourselves of the circumstances of that first Christmas. You see, the Messiah's birth was announced in the midst of political and social and religious strife due to the harsh laws of Rome imposed on the people. Most likely, Mary and Joseph weren't the flavor of the month in their village either because of her pregnancy. And then they faced that perilous journey to Bethlehem when Mary was at full term. And ladies, I've never been pregnant, but I'm sure you can relate to that. Riding on the back of a donkey at full term. And then they reached an overflowing Bethlehem. No place for them to sleep anywhere. And the only place they can find is this grubby manger, which would have to suffice for the babe's first cradle. And then Mary faces a childbirth all on her own. And it's her first childbirth, young girl. No mother around, no other family, no other ladies around to help her. She's faced this whole new experience with an inexperienced husband who's also very young. And so this first Christmas was filled with strife, with loneliness, with inconvenience, with pain, with dirt. These were the circumstances of the first Christmas. Maybe we should change our Christmas cards. All snow and robins and things. You see, the reality for many in New Zealand this Christmas of 2022 is that all is not calm and bright either. Maybe it's the exact opposite. There's a looming recession our country supposedly faces. High mortgage payments that might be due. There's homelessness, there's increasing crime, there's financial hardship, there's loneliness, there's lingering COVID, there's a searching for the meaning of life and this growing sense of emptiness and hopelessness with many in the society. There's facing of life-threatening illnesses, there's intense heartache for whatever reasons, there's big questions being asked by some, there's extreme tiredness at the end of a year. That's the reality of this Christmas. I sound like a Grinch, don't I? But you see, this Christmas, many people are walking in darkness, in a land of deep spiritual darkness. And maybe some of those people are feeling too far gone and too far out of reach from God, as that song was quoting for us. And maybe you, even one of those this morning, sitting here in this church building on Christmas Day, feeling too far gone and too out of reach for God. Christmas in Aotearoa, New Zealand, has become all about family. And it's good. Good food, good times. We're enjoying having visitors around. Chinua and Susie are visiting us from Auckland with my other grandchild. It's good to get together at Christmas time. Long summer days when they reach us. 
And uh, those of you getting to the beach at the batch, it's a good time together, chilling out near the chili. All good things, right? Thank you, Beth. But the core of Christmas, Christ among us, has been replaced in our society with temporary feel-good stuff. And that's why so many get disillusioned, especially at this time of year, when those feel-good stuff get removed, taken away by circumstances, loneliness sets in, the foundation of their lives get ripped away. But that's the very reason that we have Christmas and the relevance for Christmas today. You see, Jesus, the perfect God-man, entered our sin-stained, dark, broken world and he allowed himself to be broken along with this world when he died on that cross. Now that's not all. It's not where the story stops. He conquered death. He showed us that he is the light that pierces this darkness. And when properly understood, Christmas should be celebrated by those most in difficulty. It should be the holiday for the most afflicted because of Christ. That's the good news. Christmas is God come down from glory to make us fit for the glory of His presence with us. And so the true message of Christmas hasn't changed. And it's this. Hope is here, said that song. Just lift your head, for love has come to find you. I love that. Hope is here this morning as you sit here in this church. Just lift your head and receive that love from Christ the Savior. But many times we want to keep our heads down in the darkness and the trouble and everything happening. And we feel there's no hope for it. Lift your head, says Scripture this morning. This baby in a manger of Christmas is Christ the Lord. This baby in a manger was holding the universe in place while taking on human form in his mother. Think of that. That half-formed baby in his mother's womb was sustaining his mother and the universe at the same time. That blows me away. This baby in a manger is the God of love. And he loves you. And so that song said, From heaven's height to manger low, there is no distance. The Prince of Peace won't go. What's the measurement from heaven to earth? Anyone know? How many kilometers is that? Yeah, thank you, Alex. There's always one. There's always one. It's unfathomable. We don't know the physical location of heaven. It's unfathomable. And yet the Prince of Light came from that distance to us. Changed himself from a being of light into a human baby. And there was one among us. And then he allowed his own creations to crucify him. Think of that. But he resumed his godliness when he rose up from the grave. And this human God-man ascended to the heavens. And from there he will return. 
And if all the, the before has happened, what stops the future happening? If everything else has happened as the prophet said, what stops the last bit happening? Christ returning again. This God of love. And again, he will cover that distance from the heavens to the earth. But this time as a victorious king coming to claim his own and take us to be with him. And to the modern ear, that sounds like fairy stories. But the scriptures describe this to us as realities. There was a physical man who came. Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And he's come to you and I too this morning. Emmanuel, God with us. God with you. The word Emmanuel, Emmanuel means with us. El, God. The with us God has come to us. Christ's birth brought the infinite, the holy God within reach of finite sinful human beings like you and I. And this God came to live with us so that we could live with Him. The Son of God became the Son of Man so that He might change the sons of men into sons of God. Ladies, that includes you by the way. We become sons and daughters of God. And so therefore, says 1 John 3, 1, we can draw near with confidence or with boldness to the throne of grace through our Emmanuel, our Emmanuel. There's an old publication in America that they used to put out for many years called the Family Christian Album, Almanac, rather. And it says this, it quoted this, There is nothing like the consciousness of Emmanuel for people who are fighting the battles of life. Give me, says this almanac, of all mottos, God with me. Oh, that I may, might write it on my child's cradle. Emmanuel, God with you. Oh, that I might write it on the threshold of every young couple's entrance into wedded life. Emmanuel, God with us. Oh, that I might write it on the clothes I wear, so that everyone around me can see the motto, Emmanuel, God with us. Oh, that it might be inscribed on every fear and every sorrow, God with us. Always and everywhere. I would have for my motto, Emmanuel, God with me. And so the question I want to pose with you as I close this morning is this. What is the valley of deep darkness that you might be walking through as you sit here amongst us? Everyone looks at, like they've got it all together here this morning. We're all enjoying Christmas, but you're sitting there and it's all a bit much. If Christ is your Lord... If you found forgiveness in Him, then Emmanuel, God is with you. And so when your pain, as the song said, when your pain or your fear runs deep, His love runs deeper still. You are not alone. He is with you. Isaiah 9 verse 2 said this, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness... On them has light shined. And there's a promise for you and I as we sit here in this country as well today. You see, this is the true message of Christmas as we carry it out as Christ followers 
as we leave this place, as we go and live our lives, we are to show practical, coming to my house and join us, love, to the unloved. We are to show that type of love to the disillusioned, to the lonely, to the outcast. And if, as we do that, we ourselves experience this love of Jesus Christ that he's spoken about. Christ has drawn near to me, and therefore I must love as he has loved. And as I show love, Christ draws near to those that I am loving. And he shines light into their darkness and draws them to the light. He becomes Emmanuel to them too. And what's the result of that? Isaiah 35, verse 3 to 4, puts it like this. If we know that Emmanuel is with us, this is the result. With this news, says the prophet Isaiah, strengthen those who have tired hands. And encourage those who have weak knees. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong and do not fear. Verse 10. Those who have been ransomed by the Lord will return. They will enter Jerusalem singing, crowned with everlasting joy. Sorrow and mourning will disappear and they will be filled with joy and gladness. My friend, if you're a believer here this morning, continue to be filled with the hope of Jesus Christ with Emmanuel, with you, and live out that life to those around you. Because they need to hear about that love which reaches out to them as well. God with us. And so we can sing this beautiful song. Silent night, holy night, Son of God loves pure light, radiant beams from thy holy face, with the dawn of redeeming grace, Jesus Lord. At thy birth, Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. There's our hope this morning, right? Great, good on you. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you that as we draw together as families over this festive period, over this holiday period, Lord, thank you that we can draw near in the hope of who you are to us and for us. And Lord, as we enjoy the time together as families, as we go on our holidays, may we not forget you, God, with us. May we live our everyday lives with Jesus as our closest friend, the one we speak to every day, the one who's with us, the one who's there with us while we're traveling, the one who's there with us on holiday with whatever we get up to, the one who's there with us as we relax, the one who's there as we enjoy the love of family the one who is Jesus, the one who is God, the babe who became our Savior. Lord, may we remember these things so that our faith will be a living faith, so that those around us who are holidaying around us, who are relaxing around us, will see the joy that is so evident in our lives that they will know that Christ lives and that there's a deep hole in them without, them, without Him. And Lord, may they be drawn to You, our Savior, and as you enter into their lives, you dispel darkness, you bring light, and you build your church because you are the soon-to-be returning king. Thank you, Lord, for this hope that we have this Christmas. May we not forget it into this year as the economists spell doom and gloom, as the mortgages rise, as life might get tough around us this year that lies ahead. May we remember that you are near us, that you came to make all this possible, may we live you in reality, we pray. We ask this in your precious name, Lord Jesus.
Amen. We're going to sing.